Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 611. And today we're looking into part two of the gift of Jinky 30th, which is lightness. And yesterday we're talking about the movement of our energy, our power returning to us as we have through life become victims of situations and people and stuff. And and what I mean by victim is, is um, looking at outside uh, consequences of our attention as the origin. When in fact, the origin is always our attention. Whenever, where we put our attention, the light of creation starts shining through and the light of creation has no judgment. God has given us free will for a reason and with that free will comes the power of God. When we choose to put our attention somewhere, the manifestation of that attention will happen in our lives um, um, for, uh, that is going to be relevant to us, right? And creating reality outside. But we cannot truly affect other people unless, you know, some people have mastered the dark art of bamboozling people into giving their power away, which is a completely different thing. That's manipulation, but <clears throat> but that's not really uh, um, creating reality. It's, it's, it's convincing other people to create reality, the reality that you want. And that is a, a waste of time and energy because that never gives you happiness. And that's what we're after for. Uh, we are after fulfillment. We're after love. We, we want our core desire. Because this is all about this jinky 30, yeah, the shadow of desire. That uh, f- 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 evolution of desire, right? That, that reaches or takes us all the way up to rapture. And that is the experience of, of, the experience of God, right? Uh, but... Um, when we when we are looking into reality, when we're looking into whatever we're looking into, because we could be looking into bullshit too, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Wherever we put our attention, the light of creation happens, ripples of manifestation reach out into physicality and then they come back. And so if we're if our attention is on, you know, they did this to me and fuck them and you know, um, um, uh, there. You know, we are a victim of of external uh, uh, whatever. Um, we we are putting our power of creation outside, and so what's going to happen is the ripple's going to return with that same energy that we put out. Because what we put out is what we get. You get what you give, not what you want. So what you give is where you put your attention. And so uh, we have experience, experiences, and, and this is where we make the shift. Because this is this is very challenging thing to do. When the ripple returns, it's going to carry that pain that we originally had when we were blaming. Right? Because that's a, the attention with emotion is even more powerful. Right? That's when the, it reaches a point where our attention generates energy and then emotion rises and now we're creating reality uh, it's not just uh, observing something but now you are manifesting 
And so um, that attention ripples back. And so, uh, but here's the good news. When it ripples back, if we have the clarity of the mind and the education and, the, and, the, uh, and, the, um, and we make the decision to, to take responsibility for how we feel, right? For, for our emotional state, take responsibility for the emotions that arise inside of us when the ripple returns, We've already we've we've we're we're you know miles ahead of of our you know former self. Yes, we you still address whatever the situation is, whatever the messenger is, whatever the you know the outside situation. You address it as as a, as a physical thing, but they are not responsible for how you feel. You are responsible, and so taking responsibility for that. Um, for the pain, because it, it, if if we have put out pain, we're because we're in we were in pain. Our attention were in pain. We will get pain back. Whatever, in any way, you know. There's there's also subtle way. There's hard ways, and then there's subtle ways, and, and it's a whole spectrum of 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 intensity, right? According to uh, where you are in your spiritual evolution, but uh, but you're gonna feel that, and that literally is the love of God. Because it's the same energy. It is the light of God. It is God returning home to your heart. It has to go through your emotional body. And then it encounters uh, a crust around your heart. And then it breaks it. Because this is the power of God we're talking about here. It starts cracking it up. And that hurts like fucking hell. But if we can manage to, through the experience, feel the pain... And accept it and embrace it and know that this is the love of God opening us up, right? We are surrendered to the knowledge that there is a higher wisdom within this experience that is beyond whatever my personality wants to protect me from. Because the personality is always going to try to protect you from pain, right? But in, in reality, it's protecting itself from death. The personality doesn't want to end. It wants to live forever, Doing stupidity all the while, right? And 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 so it, this is the death of the personality. So we started looking into that yesterday. This is the beginning of the death of the personality because now uh, that pain is going to make you softer, and 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 it's going to uh, and if you realize that you are truly being loved, it's going to start taking you into mystical territory. And and being making that journey is really surrendering to the unknown, surrendering to change, surrendering to life, surrendering to God, and and this is what this whole journey from the shadow to the gift on every jinky is the same thing. We're we're talking about the same thing in every jinky. It's just one thing: the movement from fear to love, and from love to enlightenment. That's it. But we're seeing it from slightly different angles. And that's what makes it more, uh, you know, we, we, we can have all this perspective from all of these angles. And we're going to start uh, recognizing uh, some of these we know. And these are our entry points, right? So, uh, so we're going to dive today into this gift of lightness. Uh, uh, continue to realize the lightness that you become when, uh, when you accept the fact that you have desires and that they're never going to go away 
and they're never going to end. However, you are no longer suppressing them and you are no longer trying to exhaust them. Yeah, at some point you might decide you will pursue some of them and most of the time you're going to say no, but you're going to feel them and you're going to accept them. And 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 when when that happens, it's going to start uh, uh, you 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 are surrendering to the, the the knowledge that there is a higher wisdom in the whole experience. And ultimately, um, these desires are never going to end. And at some point, it starts becoming funny. You start realizing the, 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 the troglodyte, barbaric nature of reality and, and, and the dumbness of the whole thing. And it becomes really silly. And, and not in a way that you're making fun of people or you're sarcastic and, and, and overtones of, 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 you know, uh, um, um, separation, right? But in a way of um, just realizing how uh, it becomes very, uh, very, um, when you, it does happen if you're experiencing, when you speak a truth that it sounds like a truth and it has carried the energy of truth, but it's just weird in the way that, that it explains life in all, in all its glory. It's really funny. So uh, it's 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 realizing the truth, and 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 becoming more um, more innocent, returning to your innocence, and this is the lightness of God, right? Of this gift, thirtieth gift of of thirtieth uh, jinky gift, right? So we're going to be diving into that. But before we dive into that, if you're not familiar with the podcast, if you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. And at the very bottom, there's five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256, which today I was contemplating that it's uh, four times 64, which is kind of interesting that at, at that point I kind of make that uh, podcast because I was thinking, you know, all that while now I was doing the podcast and and then at that point I said, well, I got to just send people to one thing because I can't keep telling the same intro all the time, right? Uh, but it was interesting, <laughs> just a side note, that it uh, it divides by four. Uh, uh, 64 times four is uh, 256. Very interesting. Right, and these these are these numbers. When we start looking into sacred geometry, which is completely off the topic, but um, this is these are the numbers of life. Because as a cell divides in two, in eight, in sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four, uh, hundred and hundred and twenty-eight, I think, hundred and twenty-eight, and two hundred fifty-six, and five hundred and twelve. Blah, 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 blah. It keeps going to a thousand, a thousand and something. I don't remember what that was, but you know, that is. How life expands, right? And so um, all of that, it's on that page. How to get started with uh, this study we're doing of, uh, of the Jinkies, this beautiful system that has no dogma. And it's pretty much just a hint, a set of philosophical hints to point you in, uh, uh, to inwards so that we can look into the unconscious and rescue those unloved parts of ourselves that are uh, that are uh, seeping our energy our attention has become splintered and parts of our attention are unconscious lo- unconsciously looking into that 
And that's why we can totally be completely present because the gateway to heaven is complete presence. To be here in mind, body, and spirit, right? And, and well, the spirit is always here. The mind is the one that's traveling to the past and the future all the time. And the body is just following whatever the mind says, right? And that's why he gets sick. And, and, and you know, the body is just such an incredible machine. Uh, it's, it's such a... It's it's like the the greatest most loyal dog ever, you know. It will if you say I'm sick, okay, you're sick, and then he gets sick, you know. I'm tired, okay, you're tired, you know. But he can do incredible things if if we train the monkey mind, the personality, right, to be present because it's it's just running amok of doing its own show, and that's what we're doing here with every all of our work here. So on that page, you can learn all about the jinkies and their, listen to that episode. What is the hologenetic profile? There's a link that that, that says uh, uh, click here to get your uh, free personalized hologenetic profile. That'll take you to the jinkies website so you can download your map. This is the very specific tailored map to your specific genetic and spiritual configuration in this lifetime so that you can find your challenges, your um your misunderstandings of reality, your shadows, your gifts, and the path to, to the uh, enlightenment, the city, right? And all of that is there. And then you can return to jorn.tv and on the search above of the website or the app on the phone, um, you can look for um, any word on that map. We have over 300 episodes that talk about the map, explain the map in all detail, and another more 300 and something that talks about the jinkies, uh, and we're only on jinky 30, so we still have another, you know, three, four hundred to go, you know. But uh, it's an amazing adventure, where a um, journey we're traversing every day here uh, on Jorn.tv. And you can find all of that information there on that page. There's links, there's a video, there's another podcast episode, there's a... a um, there's resources that you can find on the Jinkies website, links specifically to specific resources. There's the whole index of them, the, several different, the different areas of the map. There's charts about the, 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 um, the dilemmas of each jinky and the um, victim consciousness of each jink, of each shadow, and all of the jinkies with their uh, re- repressive and reactive nature. All of that is on that page. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking and Jorn.tv, go to the About page and that will take you to episode one. And you can listen to that one. The main goal we have here, number one, heal ourselves. And as we heal ourselves, we find the love of God. And the love of God can't stay just in your body. It fills you with light and then it wants to go out. And the next step is looking because the way we heal ourselves is by looking in the shadow and rescuing ourselves, our wounded inner child from the unconscious. And then the next thing, that's how we do it with ourselves. And then the next thing is looking into the world, into the shadow of the world. What is really going on? This illusion of reality, this matrix hierarchical power structure that have been, uh, we've been living through the dark ages for a long, 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 long time. And now it's coming to an end. And it's beautiful because um, the ending of this, um, of this journey of lies that we're experiencing, it's coming to a crescendo right now. And on and, and that page, you will, at the bottom, you will see a resources section that explains what's been going on in the last three years. Where are we right now? 
the awakening of humanity, it's, it's, a, it's a, a sort of a, a trial, a test, an initiation. in, And the test is to be able to differentiate the truth from lies within yourself and within the world. We are right now in the midst of what's called mass formation psychosis. Uh, not you and me, because, you know, we're listening to this stuff, but uh, most of the world out there believing the lies of the world. And uh, it's becoming very, very, uh, at a physical level, it's, it's, it's challenging reality and, 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 and sanity, right? Because uh, the gaslighting is galore now, you know, the, you know, especially right now with what's going on on elections worldwide in Brazil and, and what happened in, in the 2020 election in the United States. And now in these midterm elections, you know, blatant lies, lies, straight out lies. And, and the people know now, people are waking up and realizing and, and, and it's about to, uh, when we make the decision that we're no longer going to believe the lies, the whole house of God falls apart. And that's what's going to happen. That's what's that's what it's been happening gradually. And now we're going to begin to see how the house of cards falls apart. Every single thing we know to be real, it's going to be proven to be fake. Not everything because the people, your relationships love is real. But uh, the structures and the systems built by the personality, by the shadow of the world and the shadow of within ourselves, because we all participate in creating, participating in this world. All of that is coming to an end and we need to learn how to listen to our inner internal navigation system, our intuition, have a connection with God so that we may navigate through this a very uh, tumultuous times we're living in. This is the pinnacle of human civilization we're, we're experiencing right now and we're making our transition into a completely new reality. But first, we need to give birth to this consciousness and you know that births are painful. And that's uh, uh, so all of that information is there. You also can find our, our social media links are on that page and you can find them on, on every episode, newer episodes. Uh, they're all also there. You can sign up to our email list too. Uh, all of that information is there. I'm not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. I'm just studying. This is my daily study. I'm putting it in podcast format so that people can find out about this beautiful system, the Gene Keys. And apply it in their lives. Because it's all about applying it. All of this is philosophy. This is data. This is information. This is not truth. This is not knowledge. This is data that we input into the brain. High frequency data. Not just any type of data. And then uh, the real work is having your contemplation. Having your conversation with God. Asking. What does this key. This gene key means. Overlading my life when you understand your map, when you understand what this, what we're talking about here, and 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 you're looking into your life, and you and it starts things are starting to make sense because you're putting two and two together. All this goes here, this goes there, and and you overlay it over your life experience, and you say, God, send me the experience, the physical experience, and or the metaphysical experience, or both, right? And and you can have an experience, an electromagnetic embodied experience. And this is what we were talking at the beginning, um, letting that energy go through, return back, show you the truth, right? And we looked into the reactive and repressive nature, how the, the effect of these experiences uh, make us makes us feel. And when we feel now we're having an experience, right? 
We need to learn to differentiate between emotions and feelings, right? Because the emotions really, uh, what they're doing is triggering a, a pattern that we, we have a habit. So if we can um, recognize the pattern, take responsibility for our creation of the pattern, because this is we're having these loops of emotion, uh, and then we're stuck in eddies, right, in the corner of the room, just spinning, right? Oh, I can't, there's no more going forward. Well, that's the door is not there. The door is on the wall here. Well, you stop, falling, stop facing the corner of the room. That's what we do, right? But when we allow ourselves to uh, to allow God to, to, because God is always there, you know, it's, it's all about opening the heart. Let God open the heart. That experience opens the heart. The taking responsibility changes you, softens you. And this is what we're going to be looking today. This lightness that comes about when we trust the process, when we trust the, the change that that is. And, and that is a gift from God. And trust, trust that as we move forward, when we listen, 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 listen to ourselves, listen to our heart, listen to the road, we know, we will recognize and when our power comes back, because we've been putting out there blaming, blaming, blaming. And, and so it has to return. It has to return. It's nobody's fault how you experience life. They will create. They, they are just parts of your manifestation. They're, they're playing a part on, on, on the experience. So uh, you need to be aware of that. And, and so that's the work we're doing here. So let's dive into this uh, lightness, this 30th jinky gift of, of, of jinky 30th lightness, right? So the gift of lightness does not make you immune to desire, but neither does it cause you to react to desire. This is the big difference. When you feel at peace, you have that lightness, you are not in any hurry to, uh, to react to your desires, you know, you, because you are connected, your heart is open, you're being fueled with, with the source of the light, which is God. You have your food. You still have desires, but it's not that endless fucking hunger of the shadows needs to fucking get it now. <laughs> right? It allows you to become your desires in all their mystery, this lightness. This is a gift that knows desire do not necessarily have to, fall, to, to be followed, these desires, but they have to be felt. And that's what we're talking about here. Having an experience, a personal experience, you have to feel your desires because we reject them. And there's some dark, dark stuff there that needs to be passed through the heart because only the heart knows how to, how to purify this you know, simmering shit that's been cooking in the unconscious. By the time it comes out, it's a fucking monster. So you put it into the heart and the heart knows. And is it going to hurt? Yes, it's going to hurt. But it's not going to kill you. You know, it's going to kill the personality. And that's what we want. Ultimately, the, the personality surrendering its, its reins of your life, Right. The personality is not going to want that, so it's going to try to fight you back and for you to not do that. And that's why we keep postponing this stuff and blaming and shit and all that stuff. So it's, it's not easy work, but this is the way, right? Sometimes they do have to be followed in order that something is learned. 
But generally what this gift knows is that the fulfillment of desire is a sham. It doesn't exist. When human awareness penetrates down into the emotional system in this, uh, this depth, then a huge sense of freedom emerges because you touch God. Which, well, that's what we want. We're looking for love. We're looking to return home where there's no suffering, where we don't feel limited by, by physicality. We are unlimited beings, you know, experiencing this very limited reality in these little bodies. We're pissed, you know. And so we, we long for home deep in every single experience, in every step. We long for home. And that is what these desires are. But they're not necessarily the origin and they're definitely not home. They're just the consequences of, of our experience here. In their purest form is, is God expanding. But how it goes through the prism, P-R-I-S-M, prism, prism of the mind, it's like light being refracted. By the time they come through the other side, you know, it, it, it can get really nasty depending on, on where you are in your spiritual evolution. Um, but this is, this is the freedom that we can experience if we can allow ourselves to feel them. Feel them, accept them, not reject them, right? Because we're rejecting a part of ourselves, a part of God. And that's what creates all of the messes, right? Rejection, suppression, re repression, all of this shit. This is the freedom of having a wide angle, angle view of desire. You know that whether or not you follow through with the desire, it will not lead to any lasting sense of peace. This means that desire no longer have such an addictive, addictive hold over you. You know because you've experienced life because you have gone to the, you know, you've, you're, you're wise. You're wise at this point. You know no matter how much you follow these desires, they're not going to give you what you want. Right? It's not about that. It's about the expansion, but it's not about the clinginess. Because remember this, the, the, the hexagram is... Um, of this jinky of the itching, it's this clinging fire, and we're clinging to that like the fucking carrot in front of the horse. You know, we're trying to get to that thing, and, and we're never gonna get it because it's tied up to our head, right? But that clingingness is is what uh, doesn't allow. Because remember, at the very core of this is time. You have a desire, meaning that you're here, and whatever you want is there. So there's a time between here and there. And the only way and what we want is absolute presence in the present moment. That's where God lives. That what, that's what God is. So as long as there's time, then there's going to be a, a, an endless longing, an endless search, an endless hunger, right? But when we open the heart, we can feel that experience and not let it rule our lives, it little by little, it begins to melt into our heart and it shows us the way forward. This means that desire no longer have to such to be such an to have such an addictive hold over you. In fact, desires become like guests you invite in for dinner. They either live in their own time or they stay and insist on being followed. I don't know exactly what he means with that. What kind of guest insists on being followed? Being followed where? <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't know his fucking example here. Right? This is uh, Richard Rodden and his book, The Jinkies, right? 
But uh, you know, he's talking about the desires, right? But I don't, I don't see the relationship with guests being followed. Followed where? Where are we going? Are we going to continue the party until tomorrow? I don't know exactly what this is. So in this sense, true lightness can be seen as the letting go of the need to escape desire itself. Right? Letting go of the need to escape desire. Because that's what brings us trouble. Right? We can't handle the fact that we have these desires. The other vital hallmark of the gift of lightness is a sense of humor. Everything is viewed in a detached way, even though it may still be deeply and sensually felt. So everything is seen lightly. We're having an experience, but we're not letting us, we're not losing our light in the experience. The experience is fueling our, or, or we are experiencing in, in a sense of lightness. It's, 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 we're not getting lost in, 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 the, in the story, right? We know we're traversing, so we keep going. Um, um, so the humor that comes from this gift is not a clever or sarcastic kind of humor, and neither, neither is it ever directed personally to another, because now you're not blaming, right? It always manifests as, a, as the ability to laugh at yourself above all else. And this is the beautiful part. When you can laugh at just the silliness of the whole thing, you have these desires and then they lead you through these roads and then at some point everything goes upside down and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And then you can laugh at it. Wow. Now you've reached, you know, you've reached something there because this is where we get really fucking serious. I didn't go my way. Fuck life. You know? <laughs> right? Um, um. Right. So your own life becomes a, a great tragic comedy since it incorporates both sides of the experiential spectrum. You learn to see through all human be behavior. You see both the depth of suffering that exists in the false belief that your desires can ever be fulfilled and the great pleasure that comes from the buildup and release of your desires. And here's the reason why the desires can't be fulfilled. Because uh, that thought, that uh, uh, attention, that, that focus uh, exists in time. And, and time doesn't exist. So the only thing that exists is God. Whatever you desire, you already have. But we can't fully experience because we're operating at 2% of capacity here. So we think we don't have it. So we are stuck in, in, in pursuing something that it's already here. You can't have it because you're looking for it in the wrong place. To look for something, it means that they don't, you're not, you don't have it. When you have it, you have it. You just pick it up. And so that's really the journey. All of our journeys through time really realize that, that every single thing we ever want is right here. And, 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 and I know it sounds fucking esoteric and, well, yeah, but I want a million dollars. I want to pay the bills, you know, all the shit. You know, it sounds really woo-woo and, you know, like, okay, you know, but it, how, how is it real? It's real because um, ultimately everything we want, make we want it because it's going to make us feel in a certain way. And so if we can find that feeling, you might not even need anything. 
because you have what you already ultimately wanted, which was a state of being. It was not even emotion. Emotion is long gone at that point. Emotions, remember, emotions are chemicals. Uh, consequence of electro, uh, electri- electrical currents in the brain as we have our attention focused on somewhere, those electrical currents activate the glands that secrete the chemicals that, that create the emotions. And then the body becomes addicted to the emotions. Now you're looping on the fucking like a fucking hamster. No, I'm talking about states of being. I'm talking about feelings. And this is, this is the soul. There's no polarity. There's no swing. There's no, yeah, I got this and tomorrow I don't have it. And blah, 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 blah. No, there's, there's presence. Because you're present. And, and this, is where, this is where we're going. They ultimately, will, you know, as we realize this, this profound uh, um, um, mysteries of the universe, or, or we allow ourselves to be, you know, uh, in, in, you know, taken into the mystery and leave the personality behind, we find this peace of knowing. And, and, and this is what we're after for ultimately. Um, so you learn to see through all your human behavior. You see both the depth of suffering uh, that exists in the false belief that your desires can never be fulfilled and the great pleasure that comes from the buildup and release of your desires. The humor that comes through this 30th gift is, is a very compassionate humor. Um, it is not about laughing at anything. It is simply the true response of a human being who has surrendered to the higher self. As you move into the higher frequencies of the 30th jinki, you finally begin to understand the mystery of the cycle of desire. Beneath the thousands of desires that pass through your emotional system each day, you begin to determine a single underlying desire that gradually becomes stronger and stronger. This is the desire to end your own suffering. This is what we're after, ultimately. The desire to end your own suffering is the same desire that leads all humans on the path of spirituality and inner inquiry. This desire to escape or to ascend or to be free is the final great desire within human beings. It is the urge of evolution itself longing to transcend the form. This is, uh, this is the core, the pure longing back home, right? And before, even, even before, even deepened within this, is that wanting to exp- expand and explore the unexplored, right? But we have to get to the purity of it to really touch that. The desire to end your own suffering is the same desire that leads all human beings on the path of spirituality, right? As you step fully into the pure field of this longing to truly dive into that sacred wound, right? Um, You enter the purifying fires of consciousness. This codon group, the ring of purification, takes you on a journey in which your whole being begins to relinquish the hold of desire. You will have to trust implicitly in your desire to transcend. Imagine that. Even as you understand that the very desire itself prevents you from transcending. So here we go with a paradox right there. We started this jinky yesterday with a paradox. Here is the ultimate paradox. 
you know, because this whole gene key is paradox from the very beginning in desire. You know, we are terrified of our desires, uh, you know, and, and, and that's why, you know, we suppress them. But then if you suppress them, you, 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 you can't move forward. So you're stuck. Right. And now you got this one right here. You know, I'm going to say it again. Uh, you will have to trust implicitly in your desire to transcend even as you understand that the very desire itself prevents you from transcending, this final desire must be followed, tracked, embraced, and allowed. Your desire to transcend. And, as it is, the fire of your longing becomes intensely bright. This is the other meaning of lightness in the context of, in context of the 30th gift. Your body actually begins to fill with light as your lower vehicles and subtle bodies are purified by the strength of your longing. This is no longer longing. The word is not accurate for this. At this point, it's no longing. Because longing is still in time. It's the dissolution of the longing that's happening here. And you just become so present and gradually, gradually become present. And then you dissolve. Then not you, but the personality dissolves. And, and at that point, you're just, you're just here. And at that point, that's when you, you don't even care about transcending anymore. And that's exactly when you transcend. I remember the scene of, um, um, it's very interesting. I always step, step in, kind of sticked into my head for a long time. I couldn't really understand it for a long time. There's this movie called uh, Shawshank Redemption. And at uh, the beginning of the movie, there's the man, uh, uh, not the beginning. Well, the beginning and throughout the movie, you have these, uh, these, uh, Morgan Freeman. He's, he's, a, he's a convict in this uh, prison. And he's going to the person, the person that's you know going to give him the kind of the evaluation that asking him why should he be free, you know, why should they let him go? And he makes all sorts of reasons, and he's very happy. I'm like, I'm totally like, you know, ready because I've, 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 you know, I've changed and all that stuff. And he, he, they reject him, and the same thing happens over and over again. He keeps coming and explaining. And then by the end of the movie, I think, you know, by the time, you know, all of the events of the movie happen, he has changed as a person. Because he's the real uh, um, 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 lead of the, of the movie, even though we know um, um, the, the guy that escapes, what's his name, uh, Andy, right? Um, in the movie, he's, he's, in, in, he's uh, I don't remember the name of the actor, but... Um, but the one who has the change is always the, the, the main character. So he has that change. And by the end, it's very interesting because, uh, um, you know, he's asking me, why, why should, you, should I let you go? And he's just like, I don't care whether you let me go or not. He had changed something inside and then they let him go. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that that the specific move is good because, you know, by the time he goes out, he's so fucking depressed and shit, you know. But ultimately, he figures out, you know, how to find his friend, because he found friendship in that in that in the prison, which ultimately is love, right? Um, but um, but my point with this is that this is connected with the twenty eight jinky of of accepting death, because that's a core. If you go right to the root of the whole thing. Then, then you know, I mean, there's many ways to get through this. And it doesn't matter. Whatever works for you, that's the best, right? You take your own path. But 
going to the core of it. The personality doesn't want to die. If you accept the fact that you're going to die at some point, then, then, then you can actually live. Because you're not, you're not worried about dying. And in this case, you know, when you, you accept the fact that you have desires, that they're never going to go away, and accept that, and stop escaping them and stop suppressing them, you're not going to be following them all. Maybe every one of them, every... You, you, at some point, you start looking and saying, ah, you, go, you see a potential timeline coming at you, and you go like, oh, shit, you know, I can see the future with this one, I can see the future with that one. And you go, and you kind of realize the, the uh, sort of the futility of even going those paths. But there are some that your spirit will drive you to. And, and, and that's when you take those journeys. Or simply, simply life will say, well, now you have to go this way. Because the life is, you know, you have to do this. And you might not want to. But, uh, but then God shows you things on, on the road. Without life... Without living life, without having the experience of live, going through life with all of this stuff going inside of ourselves, with desires, with these fears, we don't have the chance to change. And change is life. Change is life. And, and so uh, we can't hold it back forever. Change will change. If you don't change, it will it will knock on your door and blow your fucking house down like the big bad wolf. <laughs> you know, it will blow your house down. Or the Wizard of Oz, right? It will blow your house into Oz. It's, it's inevitable. Change is a hurricane. It's a storm. And, and, it, and it, will, it, will, it is here now. So might as well, you, you know, chill and, and, and take it easy. And relax and, and, and let that pain through your emotional body. Let that into your heart and hug it. And coat it like that oyster coating that irritation. It's you rocking yourself to sleep in the middle of your sadness and your pain and your tears. And know that in that very moment, in your darkest night, you are being held by God like a baby. And you're being prepared. You're, you're changing. You are a little caterpillar transforming into a beautiful butterfly. So we've reached the end of this gift of Gene Keith 30th. Tomorrow we're going to look into the city of rapture. Whew. With every city, it's always the same thing. You know, you see them like, wow. You know, I mean, because this gift, you can see, you know, yes, this is absolutely doable in this lifetime. But the city is in the hands of God. And so that's the ultimate surrender. Surrender to the fact that it's all in the hands of God. And, and in life, it takes a completely different turn when you do that. You know, it's like you relax more. And this is the lightness that, that, that we're looking for. But when we're talking about rapture, whew, we're going to be looking into that tomorrow. Podcast this every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. Um, if you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv at the very bottom. There's five links. One of them says about. Click on that one and you will find our links to our social media. We have a Telegram news channel, a Telegram chat room. That's where you can contact us. We have a Truth Social account, a Rumble account, a Twitter account. 
and uh, Clubhouse, and maybe more soon. We don't know yet. And we have also um, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening series. That's a subset of this podcast. These are episodes, uh, sessions that we have with wonderful people that have gone through their own dark night. They have found some gift, some healing within themselves. And now they're coming out into the world and they're bringing it to the world. What is it that these people have to give? We hear their stories, the stories of their journey on this series, The Pioneers of the Great Awakening. You can find it at the very bottom uh, link of John.tv says Pioneers. And, and you'll see all of those. These come also on video, not just on audio. And uh, we were trying of getting them every Saturday, but, uh, you know. Uh, they're 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 coming often now. Eventually, we'll get them every Saturday. We're working on that. Not everything's perfect. We we keep moving forward the best we can. Um, and also, if you're going through your dark night of the soul, we have a very specific coaching program. We help people who are ready to let go of the past and and realize and allow the light of God to show them healing and 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 show them their beauty. And, and step out of that uh, plateau that could last for years or decades and take them out into the world where they can give that light that they have, those genius that give that beauty into the world. And uh, we have a very specific coaching program where we help people move through that. And you can learn more about it by pushing on the bottom uh, right bottom uh, link of John.tv that says support. Click on that one and you can learn more about that program. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epiphanium, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.